With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time to play like a jet. With your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Here they come on third and five. Wilson. Boy, somehow escapes. He's going to run for it. Plenty of green grass. Wilson stays in bounds. He's still going. And he's in. Touchdown. Zach Wilson pulling a magic trick. Down the middle, he's got it. Elijah Moore. The 20. The 10. The 5. Touchdown. Two is buried. That was Sauce Gardner. Coming in hot. Garrett Wilson. Here he goes. Goodbye. And hello, Enzo. And Dyke swarmed, swallowed, and sacked. Guess who? You only got one guess. Jermaine Johnson. Here's Brees Hall. Looking for history. Hall with his 24th straight game with a rushing touchdown into the NCAA record books. Listen. From the playlikeajet.com digital studio, this is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1. And we are going to recap the Jets' second game of 2022, a victory at MetLife Stadium, 24-16 over the Atlanta Falcons, who they had joint practices with all week with our friend who covers the Jets for JetsXFactor.com, a site that he co-founded, Mr. Robbie Sabo. Robbie, I got to tell you, this was an ugly night. It wasn't exactly the most visually pleasing game in any way, but... The Jets were able to gut this one out in the second half. The Strebler magic prevailed again. Yeah, and it's the mighty undefeated New York Jets. How about that? <laughs> 2-0. and 2-0 in the preseason. Let's see if this magic carries over into game number three against the Giants on Sunday, and more importantly, into the regular season, which begins on September 11th at home against the Baltimore Ravens. But this really was a tale of two different quarterbacks and two different offenses. Now, to be fair, we know that the Jets were not playing a lot of their starters. We did see Garrett Wilson in there, 
We were able to see a little bit of Brees Hall, who didn't really do much. They weren't able to run the ball at all today, and that's going to be a problem if they can't get Dwayne Brown and George Fant back in there healthy to help that offensive line in due time because what we've seen from these running backs so far has not been pretty. But let's talk a little bit first about how the Jets struggled in the first half. They really just could not get anything going. The only play that was worth mentioning is at the very end of the half, Mike White threw a 26-yard pass to Denzel Mims to set up a field goal for Greg the Leg Zerline, who was able to hit it. But beyond that, the Jets' offense did virtually nothing. The Jets' defense struggled quite a bit. Now, again, let's reiterate that a lot of the Jets' starters on defense were not playing. So you had the Falcons' starters on offense going up against a lot of the Jets' backups. Bryce Hall in particular had a lot of trouble. They picked on him. He gave up a touchdown. He gave up a couple of long plays, including one to Kyle Pitts. This was just not his night. The backup defenders against the Atlanta starters, that was never going to be a winnable matchup all the way around because, Robbie, we can talk all we want to about how Atlanta's got a bad team, but their starters are still better than the Jets' backups. So overall in that first half, the Falcons were winning and they were in control. It was 16-3. to They had Mariota in there who was playing well. Then Desmond Ritter came in and he was playing very well. He carved up the Jets' backups. That was a very impressive performance. And if you're an Atlanta Falcons fan, you have to like how Desmond Ritter has performed here in the preseason because they know that Mariota is not the long-term answer. Maybe Desmond Ritter is. But for the Jets, we didn't really see much that would give you hope in the first half. The running game in particular was disappointing because they did have Brees Hall in there. But again, the fact that they didn't have all of their offense of Lyman in there certainly played a key role in the fact that they weren't able to do much. Garrett Wilson didn't have eye-popping numbers, but he did have some nice grabs, Robbie, and the announcers on television, specifically Dan Arlovsky and Lewis Riddick, made a point of reminding everybody of how good Garrett Wilson is at jumping up and going up and getting the ball, but it was a fairly depressing first half, though, Robbie. Yeah, I mean, a couple things. Mike White was just horrendous. Mm -hmm. I mean, again, we know it was the Falcon starters. Jets' line was hideous. Again, the second straight week, they couldn't get anything going on the ground. Interestingly, you know, the best two runs they had was Strebler's first series, and, you know, LaFleur decided to mix in a little jet motion. And the first time he runs jet motion, I forget who it was. I think it was Ty Johnson popped off a chunk play for 15, 20 yards. It was called back, but... You know, story of this game for me is imagination. You know, the Jets' defense, they're very vanilla. We know this, a lot of cover three, a lot of quarters, the occasional cover two. But, man, and I know it's the preseason, but, man, I'd love to see a little more imagination because Arthur Smith just kept running concepts, zone beaters, that were made to order against this coverage. Uh, Yes, Bryce Hall had a tough, tough night. Kyle Pitts burned him on a double move on that first series. And right from there, he was gun-shy to play close. Uh, the second series, I think it was a, either a quarters or cover two, and he just gave too much cushion. Horrible night for Bryce Hall. Uh, defensively, I just want to see a little more. I mean, yes, you're starting from the ground up, so you want these guys to get the fundamentals and the basics, but there's something to be said for momentum and feel and getting a little hype. And I, I think in that regard, they don't. the coaching staff doesn't go too far. Uh, you know, far enough at times, whereas I saw a lot more from Arthur Smith in terms of imagination and Dan Pease defensively. You know, he saw saw him mixing coverages a lot. I mean, 
the, the Denzel Mims catch you alluded to was a dagger concept for the floor, which I liked. But Pease, perfect example, he started single high and then went too deep after the snap. Mike White read it, uh, one of his rare good plays, and uh, hit Mims. And, and Garrett Wilson, yeah, he's just, he's got all the talent in the world. That one, it was either a comeback or a, or a, a curl on the sideline. White did not put it in a good spot. It should have been more towards the outside shoulder, was inside, and yet Garrett Wilson still fought and made the catch. So it was ugly in the first half. Strebler magic continued. Jets fans are going nuts. I, I kind of hold my horses on that. I like Strebler. I kind of envision the Pratt for him in the future. Uh, Bradley and I, he's been great all summer long. Uh, got, a, got rewarded today with that touchdown. But, yeah, ugly, ugly stuff. I mean, I guess the best news is the Jets' third team really dominated the Falcons' third team. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Let's talk about the Strebler magic because it showed its face again in this game, Robbie. In the second half, Mike White began and again did very little. He, as you said, was terrible. But for as bad as Mike White was, Strebler was really good. As soon as he came in, it really sparked the offense and the key play here was a touchdown to a wide-open Lawrence Cager who went 35 yards for a touchdown. From there, the Jets were able to score again as they drove down the field and capped it off with a LaMichael Pirine touchdown. The Falcons never answered any of these points, by the way. Once the Jets pulled ahead at 17-16, they never looked back. The next touchdown, which you alluded to before, was Bradley and Nye stripping Felipe Franks and taking it into the end zone for a touchdown. Atlanta was able to cash in on a Strebler interception, but as I was telling you, Robbie, while it wasn't the most perfectly thrown ball, Denzel Mims did have two hands on it. He probably should have come away with it or at least done a better job to make sure that one of the defensive backs didn't intercept it. However, Atlanta was able to get the ball back on that play. Tease Tabor with an interception. They drove all the way down the field, got inside the five-yard line, but could not get in the end zone. Jets made them turn it over on downs. And then the Jets were able to get a game-clinching scramble from the team's leading rusher tonight, which was Chris Strebler. Five carries, 33 yards. They kneeled out the clock and were able to win this one 24-16. So Robbie, on a night where everything went wrong in the first half, everything seemed to go right once Strebler came into the game other than that one interception. This was an ugly night to be at the stadium in addition to what we were talking about with some of the plays because the rain was nasty. In fact, it caused a rain delay in the baseball game between the Yankees and the Mets who were playing in the Bronx at Yankee Stadium. This was a game that you probably weren't exactly marking on your calendar to begin with, but once you saw the weather outside, you were probably thinking twice about going to it. But Chris Strebler once again made it worth your while. So that's how this thing ends. A positive note as the Jets go to 2-0 and in the preseason. Yeah, I mean, my goodness. The attendance was like a, a 1980s New Jersey General game, like USFL. It, they couldn't have had more than 10,000 people in the stadium. Um, it, it was just one of those nights, honestly. And Sala, the coaching staff, 
their main focus is injuries this offseason. It's clear. I was telling you before the podcast, I expect this team to be extremely rusty week one. Uh, you never know what the opponent will look like, but it's clear that they're thinking long-term with their plan right now. Mike White, a little on him again. He's. It's interesting with him. He has some stuff that you like that it's tough to – tough to see sometimes where he, he's tough in the pocket he hangs in there he throws in the face of pressure but man he was so fouled up tonight and his release is so long so by the time he decides where to go with the ball it takes so long until the ball gets there and that's his major problem and in the nfl you can't have that you know you see zach wilson's release it's lightning quick you can't waste time in the nfl like milliseconds are just precious uh, other guys who had a good night, Solomon Thomas, I thought was really good. He mm-hmm. played extended time considering he's a, in my estimation, he's a starter. Um, he plays bigger and he's going to need to play bigger in this defense than he actually is because they don't have beef down the middle. Jonathan Marshall had a nice night. Mm-hmm. I think Tanzel Smart played pretty well as uh, played pretty well also. And there was a play, Michael Clemens, my God, he is scary. Mm-hmm. He chased down a guy from the backside, it was either a mid to outside zone in a reckless fashion. I just, I saw a flash from up top in the, in the box. I'm like, Oh my God, was that Clemens? This dude is a monster in terms of motor. If he can just keep that motor on all the time, it's going to be something pretty, pretty cool to see in the NFL. I was going to mention that with Michael Clemens, that play was something else for a guy who is six, five, 270 pounds. He moves like a man half his size. It really was a remarkable play. And as you said, if he can put it all together, if he can have a consistent motor, if he can stay healthy, and if he can really pick up the things that he needs to work on, he has a chance to be a really good player. Yeah, and they, you know what's interesting? We noticed this in OTAs. I said to another beat writer, go, look at this. They got Clemens out here working special teams, a D-end. You know, you don't think he's the type of body who could work special teams, but they're trying to find a way where they could use him and carry him on the roster instead of putting him in the inactive, one of the seven inactive spots. And um, he was on kickoff tonight. So if that could work out in some way, shape, or form, that would be an excellent thing because he's a scary dude. Streveler, Jets fans might hate me. I'm going to pour a little cold water on it. He, uh, if... I see this thing, Strebler's QB3 over Mike White. Listen, if that's the case, I doubt the Jets carry three quarterbacks. If if they feel confident Zach Wilson's fine, it'll be Zach Wilson and Flacco. That extra roster spot is so precious. Um, so I wouldn't really get too caught up with that. I, lo- I love Strebler personally. You know, I love the fact that he was willing to play special teams uh, this summer, still is, hangs around Brant Boyer, seeing what he could do to make this roster maybe the practice squads in his future. Um, but he's a great story right now. You know, I love watching him play in the preseason. One other player we should mention since he talked about how Michael Clemens played on special teams tonight is Bam Knight, who had a 38-yard kick return in the second half, which doesn't sound like that big of a deal. It's a solid kick return, but it's not like he broke it for 100 yards. But here's why I'm mentioning it, Robbie. You want to talk about tough This dude fought for every single yard he got there. He was carrying like three or four guys on his back by the time he got taken down at the 38-yard line. Yeah, he's in that group. It's him, um, Streveler, Bradley and I, Will Parks. Will Parks with that hit on the screen. 
these are the guys that are making it extremely tough on the coaching staff to keep them around. And Zonovan Knight, you know, I think we spoke about him a couple shows ago. He's a guy that the Jets are not going to want to lose. Uh, if Tevin Coleman's healthy, I think it'll be tough to carry four four running backs. But if they do carry four, you know, Zonovan Knight has to be that guy. I mean, he has solid vision. He's not crazy elusive, but he definitely fights for every yard. So you love to see that. Also, side note, completely out of left field. Yes, Bryce Hall had a bad day, but if you notice something, Jets fans, and this pertains to the actual season, Mariota didn't really go to the right side much, and Sauce Gardner was out there for Monday Night Football. So, you know, expect that. Or I don't think Sauce is going to be picked on by quarterbacks in the NFL early. He's just that good. So, you know, that's a real strong positive. And Mariota wasn't avoiding Sauce Gardner just on reputation. He was avoiding him because Gardner had his man locked up, right. and that's important. Yes, uh, extremely important. And it's not as though the Jets were playing man a lot either. They played some man, but it was a lot of cover three, a lot of quarters, even cover two. And Sauce, as a rookie, locking down those zones, whereas the other side was completely lost, is more than notable. Robbie, what did you think of the decision by Robert Sala to sit most of the starters? I know it seems like a no-brainer, but like you said, it's very possible that this team is going to be very rusty going into week one. That's the risk you take because, yes, you want to make sure you avoid the injuries, especially on a night like tonight. I think once it started to rain, then it really became a no-brainer. Before that, you could have debated putting them in a little bit just to make sure that they weren't so rusty week number one. You hope that that doesn't cost them a shot to win a game against the Ravens at home. I know they're going to be underdogs, but still you want to go into that with the team amped up and ready to go. But of course, when you're talking about a situation where your starting quarterback already got hurt, where your starting right tackle already got hurt, you don't want to take those kinds of chances. So like I said, once you knew it was raining, then there was absolutely no reason for these guys to play. But I could see where you might think otherwise that these guys could get a little bit of action, maybe even just for a couple of series. Yeah, I'm with you and I'm with Salah. I agree with it. However, I do believe if I'm Salah and I believe Salah also has this in the back of his mind that I have to be a little concerned that I'm not pushing the gas pedal as much as I should this summer, not just in the week two preseason game, but this summer. And even though I think he's doing the right thing because injuries have been such a, a plague for this team the last two seasons, except, you know, especially last year, it, it's different because this is a team that's so young, that's starting from the ground. You know, if it was a veteran team that had a chance of contention, I don't think it would be this, you know, this feel exactly. So I think Sal is doing the right thing, but I also think in the back of his mind, he's, you know, he's sort of weighing, okay, am I, am I pushing things far enough? And yes, the price to pay for what we're doing is maybe a sloppy opening start to the season. Robbie, what was the crowd like tonight? Because as I mentioned before, I would imagine most people didn't exactly have this game circled on their calendar. It was rainy. There were a lot of other things you could be doing on a Monday night. This was a late start at 8 p.m., a lot of people working in the morning. Did they have a decent crowd at this game, and how lively were they? They were pretty lively, uh, considering how few people were there. <laughs> there were. It was a pretty empty stadium tonight. Um I don't even want to guess to just to, to the number that was actually there, but it was pretty empty. I got to say 1980s, New Jersey generals, you know, USFL vibes. Although 
I was a little too young to attend a Generals game in the 80s, but uh, I can imagine. Robbie, anything else that we didn't talk about yet that you think is worth mentioning from this Jets victory 24-16 over the Atlanta Falcons? I think the guys that stood out really, I mean, number one, Bryce Hall on the negative, that's a tough one. He's going to really kick himself for a lot of the the zone mishaps he suffered, and it started with that double move that Kyle Pitts got him on in the man-to-man situation. He was aggressive there. He got burned, and then he started overthinking everything and didn't stick to his fundamentals within zone, you know, matching primary second read. Uh, one that got him, they were either in a cover three. It might have been man, but I think it was cover three, and he took his primary read to the inside, and then Arthur Smith and the Falcons got a wheel uh, following his vertical uh, in his zone. So a lot there, Hall in the negative. On the positive and the negative to the rushing game, it was just terrible. The, the last negative is the defensive coverage. It's so vanilla. I understand it's the preseason, but you got to give me some imagination. Got to give these guys some reason to be excited. I, they rebounded when the third teams got out there. So that's a positive that the depth chart seems stronger than the Falcons. Um, and, and the positive, Streveler, excellent job again. I mean, he's, he's really making a case. Some of the other guys like Will Parks, I think he's on the team. There's no question about it in my mind. Actually, I shouldn't say no question, but I'd be shocked if he doesn't make the team. Bradley and I, that's a tough one, but he's been great all summer. Uh, Solomon Thomas, Jonathan Marshall, Tanzel Smart. So, um, you know, a lot of good, a lot of bad, but the mighty 2-0 New York Jets are off and rolling. Robbie, to your point, in the please just show me something category, it would be nice if the defense could do something anything to stop a screen one of these days oh dude i mean listen uh parks that parks hit i don't i forget if that was a screen or not hopefully it was but yeah they struggle with screens and it shouldn't be that way because they rarely blitz it's interesting i think they blitzed once the entire first half in a passing situation and the one time they did it near the end of the first half they made something happen it it was the play where they were going to – Gidry broke on the ball, and they threw a flag, and everyone thought it was on Gidry, but it was offensive pass interference, and they forced Atlanta to a field goal. But even if you're going to play cover three, cover four, vanilla stuff, disguise the coverages a bit. You know, that's the thing. Their pre-snap look plays out exactly as the, as the quarterback sees it in terms of coverage. When you look on the other side, Dan Pease is rotating from single high to two deep, vice versa, running some cloud coverages. Listen, it's the preseason. I know it's going to be vanilla. I know you want your guys to lock down the fundamentals and the techniques of the scheme. But, you know, this is 2022. It's not even 2012 where the Legion of Boom did their thing. You got to have special talent to make it work like that. So, you know, I hope week one, Sal and Oberk have something up their sleeve because I, I just don't love what I see right now in terms of the strategy and the scheme defensively. On a rainy night at MetLife Stadium, there was a whole lot of ugly, some fun moments provided by Chris Strebler, Bam Knight, and of course Bradley and I with that strip sack running it back for a touchdown 
The Jets end up winning it 24 to 16. And like you said, Robbie, the mighty New York Jets now 2 0 in the 2022 preseason. Robbie Sabo, co founder over at JetsXFactor.com. Thanks so much for coming on and breaking down game number two of the 2022 preseason. The Jets and the Atlanta Falcons with me. Really appreciate it. For those that want to check out everything you're doing over at JetsXFactor.com, maybe subscribe, get all the content you have to offer. How can they subscribe and what do they have in store for them when they do? JetsXFactor.com. You can find everything there. JetX Mobile on the App Store and Google Play. A bunch of film reviews coming from Joe Blewett, our great friend Joe Blewett. Uh, analytics from Nania. A lot of good stuff. Wayne Corbett, I think we're going to do a show at some point tomorrow night. So we'll see what he has to say about this, uh, you know, 7,000 people in attendance game we just witnessed. Um, and uh, yeah, just go to jetsxfactor.com. Lots of good content. Check out everything Robbie and his crew are doing over at jetsxfactor.com. Check out everything we've got up over at playlikeajet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. The Thunder from Down Under, Luke Grant, has got some fantastic All 22 breakdowns, including. The aforementioned Michael Clemens, who had a fantastic play tonight. You can see Luke's All-22 breakdown on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash playlikeajet. Visit our store, tpublic.com. That's tepublic.com. We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quinn and Williams, Bless You, Thank You shirt. The Zach Says Go Long shirt. The Zach the Ripper shirt. The Play Like a Jet logo shirt. Caps, mugs, hoodies. It's all there. tpublic.com. That's tepublic.com. And be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes, if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time. Doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and playlikeajet.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.